0: Hi everyone, this is Jeev Mukti Yoga with Jessica Stickler. I'm Jessica. In this podcast, I post one full-length, open-level Jeev Mukti class taught by me every single month for your listening enjoyment. I hope that for those of you who aren't near a studio or who travel a lot, that this can be your home practice or your on-the-go practice. I put up this podcast for free and I don't take any money for ads or anything like that. Um, But there are costs associated with the podcast and keeping it going. So if you are so inclined, if you're enjoying the podcast, please visit my website, yogastickler.com. On the upper right-hand corner, there's a button labeled Donate that will take you to the donations page. If you are able to, please consider giving a donation to the podcast. Uh, You know, the way I think about it is, you know, most – Drop-in yoga classes these days are anywhere from $10 to $30 per class. So if everyone considered giving $1 per podcast that you've listened to, so if, you li- if you've listened to 10 or 15 of them, maybe consider giving 10 or 15 bucks. If you listen to all of them, maybe consider giving a bit more if you're able to, of course. Uh, but even if everyone pitched in a, a dollar per podcast play, Uh, It would just go a whole long way uh, towards keeping these up and towards me improving the technology and all the things that uh, go with that and keeping them ad-free. Also, a couple of announcements. One is it's already time to start thinking about Thanksgiving. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, it was 100 degrees this weekend. Why is it time to start thinking about Thanksgiving already? Well, I'll be leading the uh, annual Giving thanks. A Jiva Mukti Yoga Retreat at Ananda Ashram in upstate New York. It's only about an hour's journey from New York City, so it's pretty easy to get to. It's over the Thanksgiving weekend, um, and over those four days, we have asana classes, Sanskrit classes, scripture classes, sound baths, uh, nightly kirtans and concerts. It's a really rich program with lots and lots of beautiful guest teachers, lots of activities, and I would really love it if you join me. It it used to be my favorite uh, retreat to take as a student. And now it's definitely my favorite retreat to lead. Uh, so I hope you'll join me. There's more information on jeevmuktiyoga.com and on my website, yogastickler.com. If you have any questions, feel free to shoot me a message uh, via Facebook, Instagram, wherever you can find me. And I will also be in uh, Moscow, Dusseldorf, and Amsterdam in September. So if you look on my website, those dates, times, and workshops will all be posted. So if you're in any of those three cities or nearby and can travel to any of those cities, or if you know anyone from those cities, then please let them know. Check it out on my website, yogastickler.com. On a technical note. something happened with the audio for this episode and the audio kind of split in two. So there's a, there's a funky part in the middle of the class where um, you're going to hear my voice pipe back in and talk you through the couple of steps that are just missing at that um, spliced section. So it might sound a little awkward or strange, Um, But anyway, it'll at least get you through to the next part of the class. Um, I apologize about that, and I hope it doesn't disturb your practice too much. Uh, Let's begin. The third one from the top there, Uh, right beside it, you'll see YS, which stands for Yoga Sutras, which is the text we're working from. Then you'll see one, chapter one, and then you'll see the number twelve. Have you found it? Okay. And first we'll um, we'll own together. We own to um to to bring our awareness into this space and also to connect with one another through our voices. And also to create some kind of a almost a threshold, right? Uh, between, like, everything that's come before now and then what we're about to do
1: together. (laughs) Oh. Sa, Bhyam ragya biam, a. Six more times together. Tanirodaha Abia sa virag yab yam Tanirodaha Abia sa Tanirodaha Tanirodaha, abhyasa, vairagya, bhram. Tanirodaha, last one, abhyasa, vairagya, bhram. Tanirodaha. Oh.
0: Done. <laughs> Thank goodness that's over. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know what you're thinking. Uh, the verse is about how to practice, right? So, <laughs> so uh, practice, right? With practice, abhyasa. Practice means doing something over and over and over and over again and 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 again again and again and again, right Practice means doing something over and over and over and you might have you know you might have noticed that even in the short time that we repeated again and again and again, that it started, like certain parts of it maybe started to come together that weren't coming together in the beginning. So experiencing that little bit of how practice gives us results. And for those of you who have been coming like during the month, you've, you've already seen how like at the beginning of the month, Sybil, right, we were really struggling. We were, we were all really struggling to get that vairagya out of our mouths, like little, like little mouth asanas, like little mouth yoga, right? Getting the shapes of the lips and the teeth and the tongue to cooperate in the right order and the right timing, and to make it sound the way that we hope it will sound. So anyway, that's the practice part of it. <clears throat> and then vairagya means something like non-attachment. Uh, raga. Raga means uh, desirous or craving or attachment. vibe negates it, so you have non-desirousness or non-attachment or non-grasping, non-craving, something like that. That's the the flavor of it, right? Um, or the not flavor. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, that was a little, that was a little Sanskrit joke for you Sanskrit nerds in the room. Okay. Um, no one other. One other way of one other way of translating vairagya means something like transparent, or you could say without color, meaning the ability to the the ability to uh, exp, uh, you know relate or experience or practice without bringing our own the colorings of our mind onto it. Right? Uh, I mean we of course, do this all the time. I, I mean, I approach every experience of my life with, with my own concept, my own story, my, my, um, you know, everything is coloring how I relate to you, how I come into this room, how I, you know, experience my life, right? So not easy, not easy. So through practice, Abhyasa and Vairagya, transparent mind, (laughs) we can experience a cessation or a suspension of identifying with our own thoughts. It doesn't say the cessation of thoughts. It doesn't say thoughts will stop. As long as we have a body and a mind, there's going to be thinking. So don't think that it's about trying to stop the thoughts. But instead, like trying to stop the attachment part to the thoughts. Like when a thought arises and, and then we start attaching our story and our um, past and our concepts onto it. And then that's how we move about in the world. We carry that big old story with us, which originally was just a, a thought. Which if you, th- if you think about thinking, no. One way to understand what thoughts are is their their electricity, their vibration, their their waves in the mind, right? And I I read a very uh, lovely analogy yesterday. The analogy was, you know, electricity itself isn't good or bad, right? Like uh, electricity is good when you want to sort of, you know, plug in your stereo and play some music. So it's giving you, you know, you're directing that energy in a, uh, towards a goal, right? Electricity is not so good when you plug in your finger, right? <laughs> but the electricity itself isn't good or bad. It's our, our mind state that makes it so, right? So if we think about thoughts as being waves of energy in the mind or, or electrical impulses in the mind or what have you, and that doesn't mean your thoughts aren't good and important and legit either, right? But, that, but noticing the process of, of the thoughts turning into this other story. Um, we'll talk more a, as we move through the class, but that's just to kind of give us a, a, a premise, a, a basis for which to do our work today. So go ahead and come forward onto hands and knees and press back into downward facing dog. As a yoga practitioner, we're as yoga practitioners. We're all very interested in how energy moves, in how energy moves in the mind, in how energy moves in the um, body, how energy moves and becomes emotion, which it, which are also types of energy moving in the body. And every single yoga practice is about investigating those movements of energy, even the physical shapes. Right? So even we've, we're in Adho Mukha Shwarasana now. We're in downward facing dog. And if you think about the, the shapes, the various shapes we're going to be moving through, as an exploration of how energy moves throughout the body as we go through these different shapes. Or doesn't. You know, Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But to investigate how it does or how it doesn't. Walk your feet forward towards your hands and fold forward over your legs. So we have a word for it, prana. Prana, which is your life force or your life energy. And and um, as if you were observing <laughs> in this shape we're in right now, in this Uttanasana variation, you could even start to observe from your point of view how the energy is or is not conducting through the body. So, for example, is there a place in the body where there's sort of an over-exertion of energy, tension, where there's too much energy gathered in one place? On the other side, are there places in the body where you can't feel much happening? It's almost like a blind spot. And then by means of starting to deepen the breath, can you redistribute the energy so that the energy moves evenly throughout the entire shape of the body? So you're, you're sort of smoothing out the parts that feel too tense and you're bringing energy into the parts that uh, don't have feeling or don't have energy at the moment. Heel to the feet wider apart, bend the knees and come into a deep squatting position. Making sense so far? Shapes, energy, prana. What was it she said again about all that? (laughs) This yoga stuff is so weird. (laughs) But at least there's air conditioning. (laughs) Bring the hands to the floor. Raise the hips up and fold forward over the legs. Heel, toe, the feet all the way together. bring the hands to the waist, and then pointing the elbows up to the ceiling, lift all the way up to a standing position, step forward, feet and legs together, arms alongside the body, exhaling a breath out, preparing now for sun salutations, Surya Namaskar, inhale, reach the arms up overhead, palms of hands pressed together, look upwards. Exhale, fold forward over both legs, hands to the floor. Inhale, head and chest lift. Exhale, hop, step, or walk back to Chaturanga. Inhale, upward-facing dog. Exhale, downward-facing dog. Breathe in. Breathe out, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Inhale. Exhale, four, inhale. Exhale, five, bend the knees. Inhale, hop, step, or walk, feet to hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms up overhead, hands press. Exhale, release the arms. Inhale, reach up, hands press together, look up. Exhale, fold forward, hands to the floor. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, hop, step, or walk back to Chaturanga. Inhale, upward-facing dog. Exhale, downward-facing dog. Breathe in. Breathe out, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Inhale. Exhale, bend the knees. Inhale, hop, step, or walk, feet to hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms up overhead, hands press. Exhale, release the arms. Inhale, reach up, hands touch together, look up. Exhale, fold forward over both legs. Inhale, head and chest lift. Exhale, hop, step, or walk back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Breathe in. Breathe out. One. Inhale. Exhale. Two. Inhale. Exhale. Three. Inhale. Exhale. Four. Inhale. Exhale, bend the knees. Inhale, hop, step, or walk, feet to hands. Exhale, fold. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms up overhead, hands press. Exhale, release the arms. Now as you inhale, hook your thumbs, reach forward and up, arch the back. Exhale, bend the knees, swing the arms behind the back, lace the hands together, and fold. Inhale, hands to the floor, right foot steps back to lunge. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, forward to plank pose. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, plank. Exhale, lower the knees, chest, and chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes, sit back towards the feet, and then extend the legs. Inhale, right foot forward. Exhale, left foot follows. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch, back, straighten legs. Exhale, bend knees, arms behind, lace hands together and fold. Inhale, hands to floor, left foot steps back. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, forward to plank pose. Exhale, Chaturanga. Inhale, Urdhva Mukha Exhale, Adho Inhale, plank Exhale, knees, chest, and chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward, Cobra. Exhale, tuck toes, sit back towards the feet, then extend the legs, down dog. Inhale, left foot forward. Exhale, right foot follows. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back, straighten legs. Exhale, stand up, arms alongside the body. Inhale, bend the knees and reach the arms overhead, Utkatasana. Exhale, hands to the earth, fold forward, Uttanasana. Inhale, head and chest, lift. Exhale, hop, step, or walk back to Chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Inhale, step right foot forward, turn back, heel down, lift up, warrior one. Exhale, hands to the floor, step into plank and lower Chaturanga, all on the exhale. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Inhale, step the left foot forward. Reach up, Virabhadrasana one. Exhale, hands to the floor. Step back, lower Chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Again, both sides. Inhale, right foot forward. Reach up, breathe. Exhale, hands to the floor. Chaturanga, breathe out. Inhale, upward dog. Linking breath and movement. Exhale, downward dog. Inhale, left foot steps forward. Reach all the way up, warrior one. Exhale, hands to the floor. Step back and slowly lower. Inhale, upward facing. Exhale, downward facing. Breathe here. Inhale. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Steady the breathing. Inhale. Inhale. Exhale, three, inhale. Exhale, four, inhale. Exhale, five, bend the knees. Inhale, hopper step feet to hands. Exhale, fold. Inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up, Utkatasana. Exhale, stand up, releasing arms. Hands on your waist, step the feet about four or five inches apart. Inhale, lift the chest and arch back. See the ceiling. Exhale, fold forward, grabbing hold of the big toes with the peace sign fingers of the hands. Inhale, head and chest lift, lengthen the arms, legs, and lengthen the sides of the waist. And then exhale, fold forward, crown of the head, reaching down towards the floor. So also feeling, not only just feeling sort of where the energy stops or gets stuck or flows or doesn't flow, but also where does the breath get stuck? where? As we move through the different shapes, where am I stopping or holding the breath and how to move through those um, sticking points more with more smoothness. (laughs) Inhale, look forward. Slide the palms of the hands underneath the soles of the feet and exhale, fold forward. Right? So even here, like breathe deeply and continuously in a way where it's almost as if you're trying to conduct your breath through the whole shape of the body. Through the whole, you know, uh, uh, all the way, like through the hands, through the soles of the feet and all the way up. Almost like creating a, a circuit, right? Creating an electrical circuit. Inhale, lift head and chest. Exhale, hands on your waist. Inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position, exhale, jump or step the feet together, arms alongside the body. Now turn to face the right hand side. Open the feet wide apart, take a wide straddle. Turn the toes a little bit inwards towards each other. So the feet should be turned in. And then lift up all 10 of your toes. Lift up the toes. Feel that you can press down through the outer edge and the inner edge of the foot equally. So feeling that sort of sharpness and clarity of the edges of the feet against the floor. Feel also when you lift your toes, it helps the um, upper legs to become strong and firm. See if you can keep that strong firmness in the legs and the clarity of the feet against the floor as you relax the toes down. Keep that strength of the legs as you inhale, arch back, squeeze your elbows towards each other. Keep the strength of the legs, exhale, fold forward. Bring the crown of the head towards the floor, hands between your feet. And even though we're folding forward, again, remind yourself to keep that energy in the legs, even if you need to lift your toes up again in order to feel, again, that sort of razor sharp clarity of the inner and outer edge of the foot pressing to the floor. You could lift your toes up again to feel the firmness and the activation in the fronts of the legs again, and then relax them down. Do what you need to do to, again, have that energy moving in a particular way through through the legs. Inhale, lift head and chest. Look forward. Exhale, hands on your waist. Inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position. Exhale, bring the arms behind the back and interlock the hands together. Inhale, lift the chest and arch back. Roll the upper arms towards one another. Exhale, fold forward. Crown of the head reaching down towards the earth. Breathe in. Breathe out. Good. Continuous flow of breath. Three. Go for two straight legs, strong upper legs. Three. Crown of head moving towards the floor. Four. Five. With an inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position. Exhale, hands on your waist. Inhale, lift the chest and arch back. Exhale, fold forward over both legs. Reach out and grab hold of the ankles here. Holding onto the ankles, pull on the ankles to pull the head down in the direction of the earth, even if it's nowhere near the floor. Two, good, three. Energize the legs, strong legs here. Four, five. Keep hold of your ankles. Inhale, lift the head and the chest. Keep hold of your ankles. Exhale, bend the right knee. Shift the hips to the right, but keep the left foot flat down on the floor. Inhale, come back up to the center. Exhale, bend the left knee and shift the hips to the left. Inhale, come back up to the center. Exhale, right side. Inhale, come back up to the center. Exhale, left side. Inhale to the center. Exhale, bend the right knee. See if you can go just a little bit further, but again without lifting the outer left foot away from the floor. Inhale, come back to the center. Exhale to the left side. See if you can go just a little bit further, but without lifting the right foot up. Inhale, center. Do two more full rounds on your own. With your breath, right and left side, twice through. Go for it. When you are finished with your full two rounds, twice to each side, then extend both legs, coming back to the center. Inhale, lift the head and the chest, look forward. Exhale, hands on your waist. Inhale, lift upright to a standing position. Exhale, hopper, step the feet together. Turn towards the front of the mat and join the legs for Tadasana. Inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms overhead, Utkatasana. Exhale, hands to the floor, fold forward right there in your forward fold, bring your hands to the backs of your calves, the fleshiest part of the back of the leg there, and press the hands. Vent the calves from moving backwards. Um, They will still move back because your legs are stronger than your arms, but imagine that you're resisting, and then go ahead and try to straighten the legs against that resistance of your hands. Do that again. Bend the knees a little bit. Press the hands forward against the calves and try to resist the movement as you extend the legs. Third time's a charm. Bend the knees. And then exhale, extend the legs. Hands pressing into calves, calves pressing into hands. Good. Inhale, hands next to feet. Look forward. Exhale, hop, step, or walk back to Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward. Turn the back heel down. Lift up, warrior one. Exhale, open hips and arms to the side, warrior two. Inhale, straighten the right leg. Exhale, reach to the right for triangle pose. Right hand touches, right leg. Left arm reaches up. Exhaling, good. Breathe in. Breathe out, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Good, lift your toes up. Spread your toes and relax the toes. Try not to grip the floor. Uh, inhale, lift up to a standing position. Move the feet farther away from one another, lengthening the stance. Exhale, bend the right knee. Virabhadrasana, two, or your two. One, good. Two, three, four. Bend the right knee even more deeply. With an inhale, extend the right leg. Exhale, bend the right knee. Place the right hand down outside of the right foot. Reach left arm all the way long over the left ear for extended side angle A. Good. Reach down through the outer edge of the left foot and see if that helps you reach the left arm longer towards the window side of the room. Inhale, place both hands to the floor. Exhale, step back, downward-facing dog. Inhale, step the left foot forward. Reach up, Virabhadrasana, one. Exhale, open to the side. Inhale, straighten left leg. Exhale, reach left, Trikonasana, triangle pose. Right arm up. Back foot turns in a little bit. Go for two straight legs, two strong legs. Three, good. <laughs> Sometimes you have to. Sometimes you have to work on the extreme in the other direction to sort of find it. Inhale, lift all the way upright. <coughs> Exhale, bend the left knee. Take the feet further apart so you have a longer stance. Good. Reach the arms long in both directions, but you know, the, the wrists and fingers are definitely a place where sometimes there's like too much tension and energy. So, see if you can smooth it out so that from inside the body you even feel one long line of energy. There's no place where it's getting stuck or stopping. <laughs> Inhale, extend the left leg. Exhale, bend the left knee. Place the left hand down outside of the left foot. Right arm reaches over the right ear, extended side angle. Good. to keep moving the breath all through the entire shape of the asana. Four. Four. Inhale both hands to the floor, exhale downward facing dog. Okay, now Come forward into a plank pose, straight arms and legs. Have one strong line with the body from the shoulders to the hips to the heels, navel lifts in and up. Now keep that strong straight line with the body and look forward without dropping the hips or letting the legs sag. Okay, memorize that shape and then press back to downward facing dog. Don't worry, it's going to get harder before it gets easier. (laughs) Come forward into a plank pose. Now, look forward one strong line with the body and then lift your right toes one centimeter away from the floor. One centimeter. Feel how hard your left leg has to work in order to hold your right toes in the air. Then switch your feet. Left toes up, one centimeter off the floor. Feel how strong your right leg has to work now that the left toes are off the floor. Now bring both toes to the floor and fire up both legs as strongly as you had to when we were lifting one or the other foot off the floor. And then lift both feet up at the same time. Just kidding. (laughs) And press back downward facing dog. (laughs) Okay, just making sure you're still with me. So a lot of times we underutilize the energy of the legs in plank and chaturanga because... We think it's all about our arms. And then we rely too much on the shoulders or too much on the low back and then that's where all the pressure goes and then it creates some problems, some congestion. (laughs) So fire up both legs. Make both legs super-duper strong. Come forward into plank pose. Make both legs as straight and strong as you did when I asked you to lift your toes up off the floor. And then bend the elbows halfway, chaturanga. Keep your legs strong. Inhale, upward dog. Even here, firm up the upper legs. Exhale, downward facing dog. That's my gift to you today. You can take that with you forward into your practice. No extra charge. (laughs) Step the right foot forward between the hands. Keep the left foot where it is now. Don't change the left foot. Start to straighten the right leg, resist the urge to move the back foot even if that's what you usually do. Especially if that's what you usually do. So if both legs won't straighten on their own then have your blocks underneath your hands so that you can accommodate the front leg straightening. Then, whatever your hands are on, whether your hands are on the blocks or whether your hands are on the floor, Imagine, now the hands aren't gonna literally move, but imagine you're trying to push both hands forward against the resistance of the floor or the blocks. So you're pushing the hands forward, but they're not actually moving anywhere. Then similarly with the right foot, it's as if you wanted to drag the right foot back, but it's not moving because the sticky mat has just enough friction to keep it in place. So the hands are pressing forward, the right foot is pulling back, but nothing is moving. How very frustrating. (laughs) bend the right knee now take a small step closer with the left foot turn the left foot a tiny bit out to the side but the left foot should still be angled towards the upper left corner of the mat not so much to the side then re-straighten both legs and again if it's difficult to straighten the legs have your hands on your two blocks now For this variation, let's practice pressing the knuckle of the right big toe, that round, moundy part of the right big toe knuckle, into the floor. So press that forward and down. At the same time, pull your right hip crease up and back. So it's almost like from inside of your body, you're trying to pull your leg longer in both directions. Right toe knuckle is pressing down, right hip crease is moving up and back. Inhale, bend the right knee a little bit. Now, heel toe the right foot a little to the right side and move both hands in step side of right foot. Turn the right toes slightly out to the right and then exhale, extend both legs again. So both hands are going to stay on the inside of the right foot now. It's a little bit of a wider stance than we normally do here. Flex the right foot away from the floor so you're just on the right heel. Just the heel of the foot is on the floor. Good. Right leg is still straight. Dig your right heel down into the floor hard. And imagine you're trying to drag the right heel back, but it doesn't move. As you're attempting to drag the right heel back, let the right hip crease move further up and back. Now... Keep the right hip crease where it is in space, but try to return the sole of the foot down to the floor. Don't let the right hip crease move forward. Let's try that again. Lift the right sole of the foot away from the floor so you're just on the heel. Dig the right heel down into the floor and try to drag it back, but the sticky mat stops you. And then play a game. Look, wherever your hip crease is now, try to prevent it moving forward. It may move forward a little tiny bit, but try to minimize it. And then bring the right sole of the foot down to the floor. Bend the right knee. Step all the way back downward facing dog. Step the left foot between the hands. Keep both feet where they are now. Don't change the position of the feet. Start to straighten the left leg. If that means that the uh, hands need to be on blocks in order for both legs to straighten, then do it. Good. And then don't shorten the stance. So keep this longer stance for this first variation. Parallel the creases of the hips as best you can to the front edge of the yoga mat. Then without, without actually letting the hands move forward, push your hands forward against the floor or against the blocks. Like you're trying to scrub the hands forward. Then pull the left foot back towards you, but it doesn't move. So the hands are pushing forward, the left foot is pulling back. Keep those two actions going inside of the body, even though nothing is moving. Bend the left knee. Take a small step closer with the right foot. The right foot can go at a little bit of an angle, but again, it's more forward. It's more at a forward angle than a side angle. Then re-straighten both legs. Parallel the creases of the hips towards the front edge of the yoga mat and fold forward over the left leg. And now in this variation, press down through the knuckle joint, like the the joint that joins the little wiggly toe to the rest of the foot. Press that knuckle down and pull the left hip crease up and back. So it's like you're pushing the knuckle in the opposite direction that you're pulling the hip and thusly extending your leg. (laughs) Bend the left knee a little bit. Heel to the left foot to the left side. Move both hands towards the instep side of the left foot and turn the left toes slightly outwards. Then extend both legs again, fold forward. Flex the left foot away from the floor so you're just on the left heel. Dig your heel down hard into the floor and uh, attempt to drag it back though it doesn't move. As you pull the heel back towards you, let the left hip crease move up and back even more than you thought you could do. Then keep the left hip crease moving up and back and then see if you can bring the left sole of the foot back down to touch the floor but without letting the hip crease move forward. Touch your foot down. Touch your foot down. Now let's do that again. Lift your foot. Turn more forward. Yeah that's it. And then keep the left hip crease moving up and back. Try to keep it up and back. Even as you reach, reach, reach your left foot to touch the floor, it'll distort the foot a little bit and feel weird, I know. In, uh, bend the left knee. Step all the way back, downward facing dog. Whew. Bring the feet together. Come forward into a plank pose. As you exhale, bend the knees to the right side and push your seat back towards your heels. Inhale out to plank. Exhale, knees to the left. Inhale, plank. Exhale, right side. Inhale, plank. Exhale, left side. Inhale, plank. Exhale, right. Last set. Inhale, plank. Exhale, left. Inhale, plank. Exhale, lower the knees, the chest, and the chin down to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into Cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes, sit back towards the feet, and then extend the legs. Downward facing dog. Breathe in. Breathe out. One. Inhale. Exhale. Two. Inhale. Exhale. Three. Inhale. Exhale. Four. Inhale. Exhale, bend the knees. Look forward. Inhale, hop or step feet to hands. Exhale, fold. Inhale, uh, bend the knees a little bit. And again, take the hands behind the calves. Behind the calves. Same idea. As you exhale, extend the legs, pressing your hands forward against the calves. Inhale, bend the knees a little bit. Press the hands forward. Exhale, extend the legs. Inhale, bend the knees exhale extend the legs inhale bend knees reach the arms overhead Utkatasana exhale stand up and release the arms bend the knees reach the arms overhead Utkatasana Exhale, hands to prayer. Twist to the right side. Hook the left upper arm outside of the right knee. Have the feet and the knees together. In particular, have the left knee next to the right knee. See that it's not sliding forward of where the right knee is. Press the hands together strongly in order to deepen the twist. Try to bring your chest closer to the base of your thumbs. Exhaling, bend the knees even more deeply. Reach the left hand down to touch the floor beside the right foot or touch a block and reach the right arm up. Exhale, step the left foot back <coughs> for standing spinal twist. Inhale, reach the right arm overhead. Exhale, one. Do your best to extend the back leg. Stretch the back leg, two. Keep turning the middle of your chest towards the middle of the wall we're facing, three. With an inhale, step forward. Keep twisting. With an exhale, press the hands together. Keep the knees bent. Inhale, reach up to the center. Chair pose, Utkatasana. Exhale, stand up and release the arms. Inhale, bend the knees deeply. Reach the arms overhead. Exhale, hands to pair, twist to the left side. Good. Feet together, knees together. And again, in particular, see that the uh, right knee isn't sliding forward of the left knee, but they're side by side together. Press the left hand into the right hand strongly to deepen the twist in the midsection. Five. Bend the knees even more deeply now. Reach the right hand down to touch the floor or touch a block as the left arm reaches up. Exhale, step right foot back, standing spinal twist. Inhale, left arm reaches overhead towards the window side of the room. Good. Try not to let the corner of the right hip drop. Lift it up. Turn the chest. Even turn your head to gaze under the left upper arm to help you twist. Good. Stay in your twist. Inhale, step forward, feet together. Stay in your twist. Exhale. Palms of hands pressed together. Keep the knees bent. Inhale. Reach the arms up to the center. Exhale. Stand up and release the arms. Step the left foot back about two feet or so. Have the trunk facing forward, center, chest facing forward. Reach left arm up. Place left hand to the right side of the right foot. Either on the floor or if it's difficult to reach the floor, then place a block under the left hand and reach right arm up towards the ceiling. Press down through both heels, both legs straight or at least moving in that direction. Good. Try not to turn the hips. Try just to turn the trunk. Hmm. Good. With an inhale, lift all the way upright. Stand up. Exhale. Step forward. Feet together. Step the right foot back. Reach the right arm up. And exhale. Take right hand to the opposite side of the left foot. So to the left side of the left foot. Have your hand able to press down either into the floor or into a block. If that's not happening, reach left arm up. Pavrita Trikonasana. Rotated Triangle. Press down through the center of both heels to ground yourself down. Try to straighten both legs as best you can. Turn the trunk. Turn the chest. With an inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position. Exhale, step forward. Feet together. By the way, non-attachment non-attachment it doesn't mean you don't care it's not it's not apathy right you see how it could become that in in your mind if you're not careful right it doesn't mean apathy it just means that you're recognizing that the that the stories and concepts that you're applying that you're grasping onto you recognize that that's creating unnecessary confusion and misunderstanding and suffering and that you're ready to like let go of it. (laughs) Okay. Bend the right knee into the chest. Hold on to the right foot with both hands. Straighten the left leg, the standing leg as best you can. Make it super firm and strong underneath you. Then start to extend the right leg straight forward. Even if you can go higher up, try not to. Try to get the right leg like parallel to the floor so you have sort of a 90 degree angle in the legs. Then, if you've got the balance happening, go ahead and bend the elbows to the right and left side and bring your face closer to your right leg. Keep breathing. Don't worry. If you come out of it, you have a chance to try again. Good. Inhale, lift up. Bend the right knee into the chest. Give it a squeeze. Exhale, release. Feet together. Good. Bend the uh, left knee into the chest. Hold onto the left foot with both hands. Super straighten the standing leg, the right leg. Supercharge the right leg. Then start to extend the left leg straight forward out in front of you. The left knee can stay a little bit bent. If it's not fully straightening, that's okay. More concentration on the standing leg supporting you than what the up leg is doing. Then go ahead and bend the elbows. See if you can bow forward over the left leg. good with an inhale lift up bend the left knee into the chest give it a squeeze exhale release you know even when you even when we approach challenging poses or challenging asana or asanas that maybe we haven't seen in a while so there's that like oh gosh feeling right <laughs> even when we approach right there's this there's this energy of like enthusiasm and curiosity and also like, and also a little bit of not being attached to the results, right? Like being willing to try, even though it, you know, no matter how it's going to (laughs) go. Okay. bend the right knee into the chest again, left hand to the right foot. So you're going to cross over the top now. Reach the right arm up and then start to twist, extending the right leg forward as you reach the right arm back for moonrise. Breathe in. Breathe out. one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Don't give up on yourself. Keep approaching with curiosity and enthusiasm, even if it's not going your way today. Reach the left arm up, uh, Sorry, right arm up. Grab hold of the foot with both hands. Bend the knee into the chest. Give it a squeeze and release down. Also that, you know, it's, it can be tempting to kind of, once, you, once you're done, you're like, okay, I'm over it, right? <laughs> but vinyasa practice is very interesting because it actually forces us to pay attention to how we come out of things, right? So that, so that we're not just like, okay, throw that one away. But, but we have to actually have to think like, okay, how am I going to backtrack and get there, yeah? Okay, let's try the other side. Bend the left knee into the chest. Right hand holds the outer left foot. Left arm reaches up. (laughs) And then twist to the left side. (laughs) Good. Inhale, left arm reaches up. Exhale, hold onto the foot with both hands. Inhale, bend the left knee into the chest. Give the front of the shin a squeeze with both hands. Exhale, release. Feet and legs together. Good. Inhale, reach the arms up overhead. Hands press. Exhale, fold forward over the legs. Inhale, head and chest lift. Exhale, hop or step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward-facing dog. Exhale, downward-facing dog. Child's pose. Yes. Finally. Finally. <laughs> okay, we've reached the part of the class that's devoted to inversion practice. For today's practice, you can uh, w- well. We'll do the re- the minimum five minutes. We'll do the required minimum. But you know, if you want to practice headstand for the full five minutes, that's fine. If you want to do a little bit of handstand or a little bit of forearm stand before coming into headstand, you're welcome to. In other words. Of those three, do the practice that will most um uh that will feel most beneficial <laughs> it, uh you can use the walls there's plenty of wall space today, so if you want to go move over by a wall, please feel free to just be cautious of your neighbors that you're not sort of um you know traumatizing them, <laughs> okay. And if you need a a suggestion of what to work on, you're like, oh gosh, I don't really like to choose. I come to classes to be told what to do. (laughs) No, you know, then let me know. I can make some suggestions. Or if you're not sure how to do something or just need a spot, you let me know and I'll make my way around. Let's go. Oh yeah, let's go. Oh yeah. That's all right. Let's try this, and then if it's too much, we'll try something else, okay? So turn the big Come to your hands and your knees. Feet right against the wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, feet all the way back against the wall. Spread your fingers out. Move your hands a little, tiny bit closer. There we go. Now lift your knees up and extend your legs. And then we're going to bring one foot onto the wall and bring two feet onto the wall. Uh, Uh, Yeah, (laughs) handstand. Then you can start to play with extending the legs. They might not fully straighten today, and that's okay. If they do, then that's great. Just breathe. And come down when you need a rest, and then come back into it. The thing is, without Abhyasa and Vairagya, so without this idea of consistent practice over a long period of time, and also uh, this idea of non-attachment, uh, without it, you know, we may end up finding ourselves kind of in the same struggle, sort of again and again and again. I don't, I don't know about you all, but I do find. I do find myself getting sort of hung up in the same ways a lot of times, either, um, you know, uh, through, throughout sort of the duration of, of life. And unless, and until I had a yoga practice, it just felt like, well, life's out to get me. <laughs> right? So it's through the, the practice and non-attachment, that we can start to, to let go of some of that misunderstanding, confusion, that we can start to uh, understand our strong emotions in a different way. It's not that strong emotions are bad, of course, they're not. In fact, emotions are really giving us information. They're giving us information. So any, any emotion, like that electrical outlet, right? Emotions are energy, energy forms. And it, it can either, you know, <laughs> it can either give us valuable information or it can electrocute us sometimes. <laughs> one of my meditation teachers used to say to us that you'll you want to be practicing consistently you want to be doing your yoga practice consistently so that you do start to overcome your jealousy anger fear your habitual states of mind your inertia your you know you you want to be practicing consistently so that those things are more manageable <laughs> and don't take us over so often. Otherwise if, uh, otherwise, if you're not sort of doing a little bit at a time over time, then what happens is often life finds a way to force a, another confrontation with it, right? So if I'm not sort of working on my anger consistently over time and investigating the source and investigating my stories and concepts around it, then, well, life will find a way to trigger that anger for me again and I'll just have to face it all over again and, and go through it all over again. Okay, come on down, rest in child's pose. Another teacher of mine used to say, if um, everyone is either in an emergency or between emergencies.
2: <laughs>
0: so if you're not, and you know, you know when you're in a crisis, you know when you're in an emergency. And if you are, then it can be really hard to keep up your meditation practice and uh, your your asana practice and all this. If you're between emergencies, then that's the super important time to practice because you're... you're um, Because you're setting into motion that ability to navigate the stormy waters. Okay, come back to the middle of the room if you were working at the wall. That's where that consistency of practice comes in. And it, it's, hard to, it's hard to motivate to do things like meditation and practice when you're feeling super good because you're like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. Why do I need to meditate? <laughs> everything's good. <laughs> Instead of putting those habits into place that will actually help when the, when the storm comes, yeah? Downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward into a plank pose. Exhale, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward-facing dog. Exhale, downward-facing dog. Inhale, plank. Exhale, lower all the way through Chaturanga onto the abdomen. One. Lift up head, chest, and legs for Shalabhasana. One. And exhale, release down. Bend the knees. Reach back, catch hold of the ankles. Inhale, lift on up. Head, chest, and knees for Dhanurasana. Good. Exhale, release on down. Again, bend the knees, reach back, hold on to the ankles. Inhale, lift on up, head, chest, knees, dhanurasana. Good. Lift the knees as high up off the floor as you can, and then see if you can lift even more of the skin of the thighs away from the floor. Good. Exhale. Release on down. Place the hands on the floor either side of the chest. Parallel the legs. Inhale. Lift forward and up into upward dog. Exhale. Go back. Downward facing dog. Step the right leg through the arms for Hanumanasana. Splits. the way back. Downward facing dog. Step the left foot all the way through. Hanumanasana. downward facing
2: dog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> inhale forward to plank, exhale Chaturanga, inhale Urdhva Mukha exhale Adho Mukha lift high up onto the balls of the feet, bend the knees and look forward past the hands, hop all the way through to sit down and lay down on the back. Place the feet onto the floor about hip With distance, and parallel, and then scoot the heels in close towards the buttocks. Lift the hips, the lower back, middle back, and upper back away from the floor. Clasp the hands behind the back and extend the arms along the floor. One. Two. Puff up the chest towards the chin, but then relax the throat. Relax the neck. Separate the hands, release the back down to the floor. Place the hands on the floor, either side of the ears, preparing for Urdhva Dhanurasana. With the inhale, press down to lift up. Good. Chin to the chest. Slowly release down. Keep the feet on the floor. Second time. Place the hands. Place the feet. Inhale. Lift up. Urdhva Dhanurasana. Second time. the chest. Slowly come down. Third time, placing hands and feet. Inhale, lift up. to chest and slowly come down. Hug the knees in towards the chest. Bring the knees over to the left as you look to the right. Arms out into a T. Or to put us, to put it a slightly different way, you know, there's only there's only two ways out of this mess: practice or necessity. <laughs> Either you get out of it by practice, or you get out of it because something, you know, forced you to change your uh, perceptions. Come all the way up to the center and then take the knees over to the right side. Look over the left shoulder. up to the center. Come on up to a seated position. Sit up, straighten the legs forward out in front of you and fold forward. Paschimottanasana. to a seated position, bend the left knee into the chest, open the left knee out to the side, and fold forward over the right leg. All the way upright, switch the legs and fold forward, other side. on up to a seated position. Extend both legs forward. Bend both knees into the chest. Open both knees to the sides. Vatakonasana. up to a seated position and then keep the legs the same but lay down on your back. either stay like this in supta Baddha konasana or come into your shoulder stand Sarvanga, uh, salamba sarvangasana misunderstanding about it
1: but I'll have to rework my my uh, assumptions. Cool I,
0: I like it. And soften this a little bit. There you go to each start to make your way into halasana plow
2: you my my you are my
0: start to roll down out of it And then fish Matsyasana, crown of head to floor. the chin into the chest. Release down just for a moment. Just feel the surface of the floor behind your back supporting you. And then bend the knees into the chest and roll towards the right hand side coming on up to a seated position. Don't worry, you'll still get Shavasana. (laughs) Come up to a seated position and set up your seat for a meditation practice. So it's a a good idea to to start with your seat as comfortably arranged as you can manage, but then also at the same time knowing that it might become uncomfortable, and that's okay too. Um, That working with discomfort is sometimes part of the meditation practice, whether we like it or not. And then be still. Do your best to relax. Start to observe the movement of the breath, just noticing when there's inhaling and when there's exhaling. Inevitably, y- you might notice thoughts. Don't, you know, don't, uh, don't trick yourself into thinking that you're supposed to stop your thoughts or something like that. When you observe a thought. See if you can notice sort of the energy of the thought. Does the, does the thought also come with a sensation somewhere in the body? Does the thought stick to a whole bunch of other thoughts? Is the thought serving you and moving you to the place you wanna be? What concept or story about myself do I attach to this thought? Or you could even ask yourself, who would I be without this thought? Or who would I be with its opposite? You could even play with that. Either remain in meditation, if you like, or you can lay down for shavasana. But decide now so that you're not sort of shuffling in the middle of the practice. Start to deepen the breath. Start to bring some movement into the body. Mm -hmm. Slowly in your own time, make your way up to a seated position.
1: you mm-hmm. Sing if you feel like it, make me an instrument for thy will. Not mine, but thine be done. Free me from anger, jealousy, and fear. Fill my heart joy and compassion. Even if you don't know it, you can hum along. Make me an instrument for thy will. Not mine but thine. Be done. Free me from anger. Jealousy and Passion, make me an instrument for thy will, not mine but thine, be done, free me from anger, jealousy and fear my heart with joy and compassion. Make me an instrument for thy will. jealousy and fear fill my heart with joy and compassion. Last times. Make me an instrument for thy will not mine but thine anger Jealousy and fear Fill
0: Thank you all so much for making time for practice today and for all this time together. Namaste. Thank you, everyone.